Okay. Welcome back to another episode of For Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. And I'm the other guy, Wes. And we are finally back together, Wes. You have you've taken another vacation. You are out of PTO. And uh we're back together, back in action. Yes. Reunited and it feels so good. I went to a different island in the opposite direction this time. Uh for the record, I have plenty of PTO left. Um, <laughs> but I'm saving it for a rainy day. That's fair. That's fair. How was uh how was the old vacay? Uh the vacay was spectacular, I have to say. Um I went to Drummond Island. Which, if you live mm-hmm. in Michigan, you might know what Drummond Island is, or you might not, but I'm going to tell you either way. Uh, it's this little island in the upper peninsula of Michigan. You drive all the way up, you cross the Mackinac Bridge, you go to the, U- uh, the UP, I almost said the UK, it's a little different. <laughs> um, you go to the UP, you drive all the way to the easternmost tip of the UP. There's a little town called Detour. And then you get on a, you drive your car onto a ferry and detour, and the ferry takes you across the channel, and then you're on Drummond Island. And then from there, I'll drive to my cabin. Um, I've done it every single year I've been alive. I think I've missed one <laughs> or two years. Um, but yeah, it's my favorite place in the whole world. I've traveled a good bit, and Drummond Island is just the best. It feels like home. I've never been. I only hear stories from what you have said because you're the only person I know that goes there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you should come with me next year. It would be something I'd uh, entertain. Sounds like a good time. It looks a, like a, a good time. time. It's like the most like serene, relaxing environment you can be in. Uh, this year, unfortunately, it rained most of the time. Mm. Um which you know, I, I say unfortunately, but honestly, I really like the rain and I like staying inside and being cozy and just playing board games with my family. That's what I go for. Mm. Um, my grandpa's a big fisherman, so he'll go out and try to catch walleye and perch. Um, Heck and yeah, that's where I'd be. That's where I'd be. I know. Grandpappy. Well, I, dude, he would love it. I'll tell you what. He'll, he goes out on the boat just so he can smoke his pipe. Shout out Skip. <laughs> um, oh, he even has a fisherman name. Yeah, his name's Skip. That's what it's really called. Uh, no, but he'll he'll go out there and just like you know, do a boat tour. He'll drive around and point out every island. He knows the names of all of them. Um, it's cool. It's a cool vibe. And usually the fishing is pretty fun. This year the fishing was terrible, so I didn't even bother yeah. going out. But uh, um, yeah, no, they. Uh, what is it? Is it similar to like Mackinac? Because I I just assume nope. it's like similar size. I don't know if it's bigger or it's smaller. Bigger. It's bigger than Mackinac, I believe. Um, yes, it's actually it's quite a bit bigger than than Mackinac. Uh, but it's also Mackinac is a lot more touristy. Um, right. Drummond is well. It's it's changing now. Um, it's more it's more well known these days. So. A lot more tourists go there. Um, my family has been going there since my, I believe it was my grandpa's grandpa built a cabin there. Um, mm. So we were going to that cabin like all the time. Um, but it's like becoming more well known, especially as like an off-roading location. Like uh, the weekend we were leaving, getting off the island, uh, that was when Jeep Jamboree was starting. Mm. Um, so that's where all the people with their cool modded jeeps uh go up there 
Jeep Jamboree. Which I, I drive it I drive a Jeep now. I didn't tell you this. It's not important for the show. I drive a Jeep now. Again. I got a new car. You got you got rid of the old uh the old, the old silver bullet. The yeah, old the silver C-ring. bullet. Yeah. yeah. I get, well, I still have it, but oh. um it was getting a little little sketchy for my taste, so I'm gonna yeah. sell it. Uh that's all right. I have I someone else deal car. with that problem. Yeah, I'm selling it to my buddy who's a mechanic. So, sir, it works perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Door falls off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's well. I had a door that didn't open all the way for a long time because I got t-boned once, um, and then didn't fix it for like four years. But okay. it's fixed now. Anyways, this is not a car. This is not car talk. Your NPR radio show. This is uh, dinner for breakfast. A food show. Do you want to talk about food? Or not? Well, or do you have something fun to share? Well, a lot, a lot has gone on since we last spoke. You went on a vacation. James and I did a podcast together. Yes, I um, heard. went pretty well. I, uh, um, we had some good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, that was fun. We, uh, I've become a farmer's market boy, though. Like, have you? I thoroughly enjoy going to the farmer's market maybe it's way too best. maybe i should I'm, i think i might like it a little too much because that's impossible we, we hit three places lexi and i hit three places uh probably what? three different farmer's markets yeah so like well what what do you consider a farmer's market i should put out there what what oh, is like your geez. like ideal like thought process when you come to a th- farmer's market? i think we have two different ideas it's possible. I want to go to a place outdoor venue is important to me. Okay. Uh, has to be outdoors because if it's inside, that's a craft show. That's totally different. Uh, outside and like, I want to see a ton of homegrown produce. Even if it's not the most beautiful produce, I still want to see it. Mm-hmm. I want to see that natural shit. You know, good produce. Uh, I want to see if I if I go to a place that sells meat, uh, I want to be able to buy cuts of meat that I can't necessarily get at the grocery store. So, mm-hmm. for example, I go to my local my local farmers market, um, and that's where I buy chicken feet, and uh, I can get like skin on pork belly there. Okay. Um, I can get all sorts of crazy stuff that I have a hard time finding at regular stores. Uh, and then also food trucks are a part of it for me. Um, there's okay. two specific food trucks that I really like at my local's farmer's market. There's one that does Indian food that I don't remember the name of. And there's one that does pasties that I don't remember the name of. Mm. Um, both are incredible. All of it's good. I love a farmer's market. Great for all your farmer's market needs. Oh, Another thing. I hear that ambulance just drove by. I don't know if you heard that or not. I, I heard like, it when you were uh, saying that. Uh, I was like, freeze. I thought it was a cop. <laughs> Another farmer's market need is a guy who's trying a little bit too hard to get you to buy his special mustard. Because that's always a thing. I can see. Yeah. I can't hear you laughing, but I can see you laughing. Oh, he's, yeah, like, he's like, oh, this is some special sexy mustard. Try it with a pretzel. Oh, can I have a sample of it? No. Pay me $11, and then maybe you can taste it. That's always part of it. Yeah, so we have two different thoughts on a farmer's market. Um, So, like, I guess the way I was introduced to a farmer's market was, like, the the reoccurring store on the show is called Horrocks. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, very... Not a farmer's market. It's not, but... 
it has the farmer market vibe to it but like sure. the uh there's two like indoor ones next to my house here like right down the road and i consider those farmers markets because they have fresh produce they have the different cuts of meats you're talking about you can get like beef tongue you get the yep pork belly and all that stuff there um they have a lot of like organic like i not organic, but like um local produce they have a lot of local like product they have a lot of local everything's local or michigan made that's um, market shit that's yeah. good yeah, yeah so it's indoor but it's an it's a building though it's not like outside so that's why yeah. like i can i consider those still farmers markets the versus like the outdoors I've only been to the one outdoor one we went that uh, Sunday, and uh, you know they, they had like the beeswax candles there. Yep. Um, they had like a couple. They had like a food station. I bought spicy um, pickled mushrooms from a guy. Ooh. Oh. They were th- th- no, they're good. They taste. I've never had a pickled mushroom. Yeah, I didn't either until I tried to sample. Like I eyed them and I was like, huh. And I went over and looked at them and he's like, you want oh. you can sample anything on the table if you want. I tried the mushroom and then you had me. It tasted a lot like hot and sour soup. That's okay. Uh, okay. I'm, it I'm was really into that. That sounds yeah, good. It did really good. Um, I, mean, I guess that's what hot and sour soup is. Is basically a spicy pickled mushroom soup, right? Like it's kind of vinegary and spicy. Yeah. And a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even think of really that, but I like um the uh but you know they had the, then they had like their meat section at the outdoor one and everything. But that was like, I don't know, that that was fun. But I really like the indoor ones. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but like shopping outside isn't like. I don't it know. Makes me I feel, do. It makes me feel like I'm just going out into the field and grabbing the vegetables. Yeah, I, there, there's I, definitely like a. Like I regret a vibe saying. To it. I regret saying that outdoor is a requirement for a farmer's market because you're right. It's totally not. Uh, I've been to a lot of cool markets that are indoor. Um, but I, I need to have a feeling that, like, this is the best and most, you know, freshest product. Not the most freshest, but the freshest product I can be getting my hands on um, in order for me to buy it. Yeah, I think it has to um, there has to be a sense of, like, only, like, like, I guess, like, wherever you're located, like, state product, you know, like, michigan there's only like michigan products there or like local products i feel like that's a pretty big requirement yeah. in my eyes at least i um, totally agree i feel like that's that's, that's most of them anyways though so yeah that's that's the point of a farmer's market is to get local product yeah um bailey what i got beef with you we're gonna we're gonna squash this beef live on our podcast right now i'm upset what i do you talked about the shower orange without me and I'm uh, mad about it. Well, um, don't take time off. <laughs> well, yeah, and okay. That, and there's got, that, and it's there. squashed, and uh, just enough. like that. I want to voice my opinions on the shower orange, and I can explain why people like it and why it is such a good thing. Uh, I started doing the shower orange in the fall of 2016 when I started college. Um, I had heard about it through one media channel or another uh right before npr talked about it as james was saying because they did that in 2017 i did it in um so i did it before it was cool i guess um but i was living in the dorms at the time and Mm -hmm. what i would do is like 
there's no shower curtain because it's an individual dorm shower that I have, right? It's like there's a door that closes, so I don't have to worry about staining my shower curtain with the orange, as some people say. And then I also didn't have to... This is such an asshole move. I didn't clean up the peels when I was done. I just leave them on the floor of the shower for the janitor to come and clean up. Shout out WMU janitor. You're my hero. That's messed up. Um, But the reasons... There's two reasons that it's so good. The first is that you're peeling this orange in this steaming hot environment. Well, fragrance wise. Yes, the steam and the heat is expressing the oil out of the orange, and it makes the whole place smell lovely. It's a mm-hmm. fantastic smell. I would. I used to do this. Um, I used to do this as a hangover cure. Like if I'm hungover, I'll do a shower orange. I don't do it so much anymore because now I have to clean my own shower. Um, but back in the day, I would. And the other reason is, uh, I heard one of the reason one of the things that James mentioned was. Uh, people feel like they are worried about getting the juices everywhere and getting messy with it, but you're Mm -hmm. in the shower. So get crazy. Just become an animal. Tear it apart. Who cares? You're already in the shower. Just rinse off. You're fine. It's the best until... It is the best thing in the world until you eat a slice of orange that has shower water on it then it is no longer fun. If you eat a wet piece of orange, that's not fun. Everything until that point really? is great. Yeah. Well, Something about I, I like, feel like that hot, doesn't hot water on the outside of the orange, it just grosses me out. Something See, about that really yucks me. I out. think I think it's uh one of the reasons I think it's so great is because um I think it's the best form of the orange is when it's cold, like you free fridge it a little bit before you eat it in the shower Mm -hmm. and then it's that hot and cold contrast and then that way it seems it gives it more of a refreshing feeling in my and then uh then the fragrance and so like that hot water hits the orange and it really doesn't ruin that like because like nothing would be worse than eating a hot orange in general yeah hot orange not great but uh i'm tempted to i'm tempted to disagree with you because uh 80% of your sense of taste is your smell right so if something smells good it's going to taste good 80% like if you are eating an orange in a hot environment and you're smelling it that's going to enhance the flavor that's why people would take like gross medicine like cold medicine and stuff it's like my first wow. time on a podcast dude real professional <laughs> leaving your ringer on your phone on yeah, it's like my first time <laughs> What a dimwit. This isn't going to be, this It's not like this is going to be our 24th hour of podcasting. Anyways, is this sorry, our 20th? Yeah, wait. It's episode 24. Oh. 24 hours in. Wait, we should do something special for this. Why are we We've not doing a day. special thing? We'll, do, a we'll do something at 50. Podcasting? We'll do something 50. We'll do something at 50. Okay. All right. We'll do something at 50. Um, I lost my train of thought. Orange and shower uh, are good. Well, you're say, well, no, like the cold of the orange, though, it's. Oh, that's what it's I'm not. Saying. It's not for taste. It, that's the more of the refreshing part versus sure. the fr- you're still getting that fragrance if it's cold or hot. Of like yeah, the you're, get, you're getting the fragrance, but like the but cold. What I'm a... saying is having a colder temperature mutes the flavor. That's why people would take like their gross cold medicine and they'd put it in the fridge and they're like, oh, plug your nose when you want to taste something yucky. You know what I mean? You've heard that before, where like you plug your nose when you take your medicine. Yeah, that's because but... 
It's because 80% of your sense of taste comes from your smell. So if you are if you are in a a hot and steamy environment and there's this this aroma being presented to you, mm-hmm. you are more likely to taste that over whatever else you're tasting. Or in the case of a shower orange, it will enhance the flavor of the orange more by having it in a humid and hot environment, is what I'm saying. I don't know if that's actually true, but that makes sense to me in my brain. It just feels like the scent of the orange is still going to be there, cold or not. Because I feel like citrus is such a strong flavor, or like not flavor, scent, that I feel like it wouldn't, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't dull it as much. In our next episode, we're going to come back to this because I'm going to do a test, and we're going to come back to this, and I will be honest about it. Um, But for now, we have a lot of other stuff that we need to talk about. The main thing that I want to talk about, really, this will be super quick, I promise. Um, I want to talk about uh, Liquid Death Watermelon. Mm, Yeah, you and James have been raving about it. But maybe, I don't think, I don't know if you... I don't remember if you gave your opinion on it. I have in not. our in our yeah, okay in our group chain, but like avoided, I know what James said. Yeah, I specifically avoided giving my opinion on it because I wanted to talk about it on the show. Uh, James, shout out James. You guys might know who he is. He's fine. He's like a tertiary member of the podcast. Um, he is pretty insistent that this watermelon liquid death is the best let me read the actual hold on i'm gonna read the name of the flavor it's convicted melon james james is pretty uh that's pretty funny. hard convicted <laughs> melon i know the, it's the, good the, their names are pretty good the their names are good they're pretty good convicted melon um and the other one i have in my fridge right now is rest in peach uh rest in peaches the best liquid death flavor it's like a peach iced tea it's super Super mild, very pleasant. Highly recommend. Uh, Convicted Melon, though, I can't recommend it. It's not that good. James, mm-hmm. when you hear this, send me a text and let me know what you think about this, because I know you feel differently. I I don't like it that much. I don't watermelon's know. a hard one to pull off. Watermelon um, is a hard one Because to pull the off. natural watermelon flavor ain't much flavor. Um, no. It's more it is like one of those just refreshing light fruits to have in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, that that because like you don't want to go artificial with it because then obviously it's just not that's not their brand. Yeah, then you end up they with a watermelon jolly rancher, and that's yeah. it, you're right, that's totally against liquid death's whole thing. Yeah. Um I haven't had it myself. Um, I was a little skeptical on it because he said paprika's in it, and I was like, eh, that doesn't really seem too appealing to me. I don't know if you've tasted a whole lot, or if it, you even can tell, but like, I don't know, that, like, I don't like, I don't like spicy drinks, or like, stuff it's not like spicy. that. It's not spicy. It does not taste like paprika. It tastes like watermelon. Here is my suspicion. I have not done this before, and I'm going to do it the first time right now in front of Bailey. When James mentioned to us that there was paprika in this drink, my immediate response was, oh, to make it pink, like for color. And I don't know what the color of this is, and I'm going to pour it into a cup. I think it would be clear. And we're going to see. Oh, shit, it is clear. It's yeah, clear? It looks clear. It looks clear, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's perfectly clear. Well, egg on my <laughs> face. I'm stupid. Egg on my face. Uh, is there actually paprika in this? 
don't, I don't know if they're like trying to go like for like oh, a. Um... It's to enhance the watermelon flavor. I bet because oh. it says natural flavor, natural flavor, and then parentheses watermelon, paprika, and lime. Mm. Um, I'm not going to drink this lime. now that it's opened because I don't like it. <laughs> Did you buy the whole case or you just buy like a couple cans? Unfortunately, I bought a case. Oh, <laughs> oh that's tough. Does I had to flex on James. I'm gonna drink it anyways. I, does I don't. She, I hate. Does the Heather idea. like it? She does not like any kind of sparkling water. Is she a child? Basically, oh, yeah. She yeah, might as well right. be she's, at this point. She's, she eats like a child too. Another thing that. you guys talked about in the last episode of the show without me was Dino Nuggets. I literally have a box of Dino Nuggets in my freezer right now. Um, I've got Honestly, the letter. As you should. Yeah, I, we always have Dino Nuggets because it's like her favorite thing in the world. Um, They're pretty good. They are pretty good because you bring you that nostalgia. Every once in a life. while they hit the spot. Yeah, this is like this not, I don't know. Whoops, I spilled on myself. This is not like Oh, my and you're ideal. a child. Well, I had a bad day at work, so I've had, I think, two cocktails um, <laughs> by this point. Because I got home a couple hours ago. Yeah, I so just I'm, got home. Yeah, I know you did. You walked in the door and jumped in front of your computer like a real professional. Like a real teammate. <laughs> like a real teammate. Team player. Um, hey, Bailey. What's up? You know how old I was when I got my ears pierced? Probably 12. Well, for my first one, I was 18, and my second one was 19, and both of them were very impulsive. And I feel like your recent ear piercing thing was also pretty impulsive, based on what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, your boy has fun. Um, if, you, if you don't want to talk about it on the show, no. we can edit this whole thing out. No, we're, gonna, we're leaving it in because it's, it's a good story. We right. um well I will, I'm dying to hear it anyways no. so I need to hear it no. one way or another no if you don't know now you know your boy likes to have fun on the weekends he likes to create memories and stories life's all about stories people and True. all and all I'm doing is creating fun stories for myself and Word. uh this is one of them so we're uh at Brandon's fiance's uh graduation party from college she just graduated um and then so we uh, by the way. We, I don't um, know if she listens to the show or not, but so we, so it was like getting late, and you know, Brandon had a couple. I've probably had a couple, and then we're all just hanging all out, all having a couple, and then we, uh, <laughs> and then like nat and naturally, I challenged Brandon to something, and like he like brought up how he would do his, get his ears pierced, as he'd do one, and I said, you won't do it right now. And naturally, they got like a thumbtack or whatever, sterilized oh, it. Oh, God. And Kaylee, Kaylee on his, she did his, went too high. And like he was in like, he, he was he was in pain on it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, what did I do? Well, I was like, I can't tell him to do it and not go through I mean, it not with do him. it yourself, sure. So I was like, I'm a ride or die. I'm in. So after he got his done, he, he they gave him like a little stud they had. And then I sat in the chair. Brandon did mine. And he was saying, like, the pain for him was, like, a 6 out of 10. What? It, it was, like, a one and a half two for me. But he, yeah, also, he also got it, like, up in, like, his cartilage area a little bit too high. Oh. So it was a little different. But, like, Brandon popped it through. And I was like, oh, that was, like, nothing. It's and, nothing. 
And then I, did you I see agree. the hoop? I saw I the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh damn, we finally match because I have a hoop in mine. I yeah. have a hoop and a stud in my left ear. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of liked it in a sense, but I was like, yeah, no, nah, it is what it is. Now, now I just have like a, which ear is it? Is this here yet? Yeah, I have like, it just looks like a little freckle. I took it out the next day, you just but popped it, out. it was fun. It was funny. Yeah. I, uh, I did it Dude. for the joke, and uh, yeah, you no, it was. The, you committed to the bit, man. I I'm did. proud of you. No, it was, very... it was super funny. I very frequently have sneezes more painful than getting my ear pierced. <laughs> That's like an ear piercing is nothing. It is so it's like a little pinch and that's it. It's like if somebody yeah. were to grab your earlobe really hard and then it just it, goes away. I think I, me fine. pinching my earlobe is worse than what it really is. Yeah. And like now, and we'd even have the even have the piercing gun. It was just like a yeah, like you did a hand push. Hack. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I had the gun when I got both of mine done. The one that was a bad was this the um getting my industrial done that was basically the worst pain of my entire life that was absolutely (laughs) horrific and i'm not going to talk about it on the show because it's not that interesting and not related to food um but don't get an industrial done unless you're sure you want it (laughs) (laughs) i got mine kind of impulsively um because they were having a buy one get one free sale and uh then i could miss out on a bogo I can't miss out on a BOGO, and then I also missed out on sleeping on the right side of my head for nine months. Oh, my God. so painful. I, I couldn't you know, sleep I slept. Um, yeah, they were like, your ear's going to hurt in the morning. I slept on it all that night. I had no pain. It was funny. And then uh, it just feels a little bruised if I touch it. But these headphones don't even bother it. So it's like, it's hey. just kind of fun. Hello? Really? What up? I want to talk about Dole Whip. You ever had a Dole Whip? Uh, No. I don't even know what no. it is. Um, you don't know what it is? Oh my god! I so I went on vacation recently, as you may know. Uh, and there's a little ice cream shop on Drummond Island called the TP, and I love this place. They had on special. Well, we can talk about this real quick uh, in a second. We'll talk about their special in a second. But uh, the, I get the same thing every time I go there. I get a mini size Dole Whip, two and a half bucks. Dole Whip is basically just frozen pineapple, a little bit of milk, and a little bit of sugar, and then it's just blended into a like a smoothie or a slushy, basically. Huh. Um, it's the best dessert ever. Uh, if you've never had a Dole Whip, you have to get one. Uh, if you go a place and they have Dole Whip on the menu and I find out you didn't get it, I will get you. Um, it's incredible. You have to try it sometime soon. Yeah, no, I've never even heard of it or seen it before. Dude, it's is it's it incredible. is it like from the same company with the fruit? Yeah, Dole, the fruit company. Oh, they do a pineapple one and an orange one. It's a Dole Whip. Dole is a bad company, but their their whip is incredible. <laughs> uh, it's like my favorite frozen dessert. I forget about it frequently because um, I don't have easy access to it here where I live. But um, it's I wonder if, incredible I wonder if the, delicious. I wonder if the ice cream shop uptown has it. Uh, you I know what? I bet they do. I bet, I they, bet do. they do, actually. I bet they yeah, do. you should go there and get a small Dole Whip. It's fucking killer. Um, the other thing they had at this ice cream shop that kind of might be a good segue is uh, their special, which I enormously regret not trying, was a rhubarb flurry. Mm. They had a yeah, rhubarb. You, yeah, you messed up. Yeah, they had a rhubarb flurry. The The reason I didn't get it is because they only served it as a medium size. And 
I was the only one who was going to eat it. And uh, the kid is lactose intolerant. So I'm not going to eat a whole bunch of ice cream <laughs> by myself. Nobody else is going to help me with this. People might take a little bite and be like, oh, yeah, it's sour, like rhubarb. I'm like, yeah, I know. I like it. No, dude, I love rhubarb. I Speaking just, of rhubarb, I got a whole bucket hole right here. Wow. You have a lot of rhubarb on your desk. Oh, yeah. My mom uh, grew it in her garden and sliced and diced it and put it in the sugar and whatever else concoction she made. It's pretty good. Everybody thinks it's like really tart, whatever she has right here. Um, But I I think it's kind of sweet, and that's why I like it. I love it. Well, yeah, if she's if she's got it in sugar, then it's gonna be yeah. sweet. Yeah, but like even everybody's like, oh, this is like a Granny Smith. I was like, nah, it's a lot sweeter than a Granny Smith. Does, but uh, no, I'm gonna. Like, he... Does she what? still have like? Sorry to interrupt. Does she still have like fresh rhubarb kicking around? Uh, I don't know if she has any more fresh. I'm sure she's growing more. But does she listen to this show? Always, always. Marianne, if you're if you're listening to this show right now, Bailey's mom, uh, Mrs. Pratt. If you're listening to this show, I want your fresh rhubarb to make a pie. I can't get fresh rhubarb here. I have a lot of a hard time finding it. They uh, a lot of the farmers markets around here say they sell out quick. With that. yeah, because it's hard to find and nobody grows it, and it's delicious. It sucks that no. It's delicious. If you're, hey Zach, if you're listening to this episode, of the podcast, oh he bet. yeah, he has some. Grow some it. rhubarb. I will buy rhubarb from you, dude. I'll buy it at a premium. I fucking love rhubarb, and I can never get my hands on it. Shit's uh, so tasty. What is? Uh, no, I'm on a huge rhubarb kick right now. I just had uh, at that graduation party. Um, mm-hmm. I had a strawberry rhubarb wine from Birdoffs. I believe it's the winery. It's called Birdoffs, and strubar- strawberry ru- rhubarb wine was quite tasty i did enjoy that myself quite tasty. that sounds really good i would love to have i'm not like we've talked about this before i'm not a huge wine guy but strawberry rhubarb wine man that sounds good that sounds oh, really no. good it's it was it was, super, it was more of the sweet wine it was a sweeter wine um okay that doesn't sound something that I'm real something i'm like starting to realize with wine is i do not like a dry wine no no, drying it, oh, but like man. I like a sweet white, or just like a sweet fruit wine. That's what I okay. how I roll. That's that's like totally not oh, what and, I'm into. I'm into and like a, a sweet, sweet red. red. Dry. I, yeah, a I got sweet a red, sweet, sweet red. I, I can get into. I got sweet red in the fridge right now too. Even yeah. though I don't think you're supposed to refrigerate red, but uh, uh, your boy does. Well, okay, so so. Pretend if if somebody tells you like oh you're not supposed to put when red wine in the refrigerator, uh they're an asshole because you should drink wine however it tastes good to you. It's supposed to be suited to your own individual palate, just like anything else that you consume. If you like it cold, drink it cold. Who cares? I'm not gonna call you. I'm not gonna call you stupid for putting your wine in the fridge. I keep everything in the fridge. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Wes had to take a quick break. Um pouring up some more water malone for himself yes sir um, i poured a glass of lemonade oh lemonade my mouth what, was what getting brand? dry what uh minute made lemonade a classic a classic you know mm-hmm. the you know what's the best version we might have talked about it before of, of what of lemonade yeah or like um like Minute Maid stuff is that like concentrate you get frozen and you oh like... yeah buddy we've definitely talked about that before yeah I think we have but it yeah. is the best the concentrate and then you mm-hmm. put like 
You put like water. a little bit, a little bit less water than you need to, just mm-hmm. a little bit, so it's a little stronger. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good, especially yeah. the orange juice. I think we've talked I'm about mixology before, but um, I'm sure we have. Yeah, no, Wes. Uh, is I hear you have a new favorite breakfast sandwich. Oh, I do. Um, t- now, technically speaking, it is a brunch sandwich because this restaurant uh, in my home, in not my hometown, but this restaurant in town um, does not do breakfast, but they do have a killer Sunday brunch. Um, Monte Cristo? It is not a Monte Cristo. I've gone to this restaurant twice for brunch in the past month uh, because Dang. I just fucking love it. This is uh, the restaurant, shout out, Kitchen 600 in Kalamazoo. Um, killer brunch. They sell mimosas by the half gallon. Um, they have a crazy Jesus. brunch. They have a crazy brunch menu. It rotates like biweekly or something. It's insane. I've never had a miss on the brunch, except recently I did go there and get the chicken and waffles, and it was just okay. Um, yeah, but, but you know you're never going to get a good chicken and waffle. Yeah, I'm never gonna. It's never gonna be exactly what I want because everybody has a totally different idea for chicken and waffles. Um, like, well, we can talk about chicken and waffles in a second. Let me just tell you what's on this sandwich, real quick, and then we'll go to chicken and waffles. This sandwich is called Mike's Dream, and it's a Dijon mayonnaise, a fried egg, bologna, arugula, and white cheddar on an English muffin. That sounds good, but uh. It's ridiculously good, and I get—I always get it with a side salad and a roasty potato. It's so fucking good. It's, that sounds really, dude. A fried bologna sandwich is just so good, you know. But that one is—it is, uh, really is. But no, that one's—that sounds really good. A nice brunch. Yeah, I—I I went out good. to brunch uh, yesterday actually with our our friend uh, Alexander Hoom. Uh, oh really. Yeah, shout out Kyle and Matt and Jared and Caleb, who I went out to brunch with yesterday. I know all of them listen to this show, except Jared, mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. He'll text me if he listens to this episode. This is how I know he's going to listen, because he said he would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's, let's, let's move to chicken and waffles, because like, when I say chicken and waffles, what's your ideal scenario for chicken? If you're going to order chicken and waffles at, restu- at a restaurant... What is the perfect chicken and waffles for you? You're talking to the wrong person. I never do it. Never. I, I don't either. I don't either because it's never it's, exactly the way I want it's it. It's too dry. Dude. It's just too dry. Too dry. And the chicken's never seasoned. And it's like. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they rely on hot uh, honey. They the do. one that I, I'm already not even a fan of hot honey. So it's like, you know. I know, which I think is crazy because it's delicious. I don't know. I don't know what I'm it is about it. Chicken and waffles with hot honey for dinner tonight, I think. No. Maybe, not, maybe I just don't like like sweet and hot. I think that might be like I don't like sweet well, hot stuff. But that also you like, like hot and sour soup, which you mentioned yeah, earlier. So like a, so. Yeah, at the same time. So it's like, well, it's, it's hot and sour, not hot and sweet. That's a fair point. I don't really understand the difference between sweet and sour. Uh, it's one not makes, like I'm a professional chef or anything. One makes you pucker, one makes you smile. Oh, I think we're going to try to rhyme it. No, I tried to throw you off there, and I did. Uh, pucker, I uh, I barely know her. Just edit that out. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> no, the, the people need to hear Sorry. that. Sorry. Uh, I had a bad day at work, so I had cocktails when I came home. Oh, yeah. I think I said that earlier anyways, though. You did. I you did. did. I know. 
I know. Um, oh, hey, I've got a pretty good story uh, from when I went on vacation. Uh, if you're yeah. down to hear it and if That's... the people are willing to listen. You uh you were t- you were saying you did have a good one before we started. Yeah. Um I will not name the establishment. I'm going to say that off rip because this is not I don't want this person to get fired for what they did. And uh it's not that bad of a thing. It was just it super caught me off guard and was like crazy um that a person would act like this. So we showed up at this this place uh, on the island, we were having a late lunch, so we showed up at the restaurant around two o'clock. Uh, there were twelve of us, and like it's two o'clock, the place is empty because it's two. So we got sat right away, and this woman who was waiting our table was like the most. She, I th- I'm pretty sure the first thing she said when we sat down was oh man i knew my shift was over at two i should have went home when i had the chance jesus i'm like oh my <laughs> god like you're, yeah your shift is over at two sorry sorry i want to have lunch i'm not gonna bend my schedule around when you want to work and she <laughs> kept she said made comments akin to that the entire time we were there my my uncle asked, like, he showed up a little bit later because he was doing some other business on the on the island. And he shows up a little bit later and she's like, what do you want to drink? And he says, well, what do you have? And she goes, water. What? That's it. Like, just, just so. And then she'd walk past our table, like, all the time and be like, like, oh, is it two o'clock yet? And we'd always say, like, no, it's 2.30. It's 2.45. Like, she she came over to our table at one point and was like, she said, um, what did she say? She said, you know, I think I'm just going to go home and I'm going to transfer your checks to the next, the next server. And I said, good. <laughs> and she was just abrasive and so upfront and polite to us. It was unbelievable. I have never ever ever in my life had a thing like that happen to me it totally caught me off guard um i did not tip this is the only time in my life that i have not left a tip at a restaurant because this lady was just unbelievably rude like you are in a i i know I know better than most people like how it is to be in a restaurant environment. And I know what it is like to work in a restaurant and I know it fucking sucks. But at the end of the day, you can't just be an asshole to the people that you're serving. You can't do that. That is so out of line. Like that is crazy that this person is able to make a living at this job and able to continue working this job. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, it's one thing because I don't, I don't subscribe to the, uh, the, um, the ideology and logic or the idea of where the customers. So we're always right type ordeal. And I, I think either. if, I, I think if the customer is rude, you have all the right to be rude back. Totally. agree, uh, And that's your own personal choice, but like it's just out of the blue and like, just, yeah, just like, being rooted and like like that that's kind of wild i've never like even up, heard of something like that yeah it, it was it was bizarre like 
we were all being very nice to her and we like understood her situation like oh yeah there's 12 people coming into your section all at the same time and like right. you have other tables we get it if it's a little slow like that's totally fine we we all understand you know how that mm-hmm. is because we're people who exist in society <laughs> um and then she's just like out the gate just mad at us for being there when she was supposed to go home like that's <laughs> so it is so batshit insane to me that you could bring yourself to act like that in front of a person who is going to be deciding how much money you make like even you know what no not even that like the fact that you could bring yourself to act that way in front of another human being is crazy to me like i can't imagine doing something like that that's wild um old lady who served us at that restaurant if you're listening to this show you're a bitch i hope you know it um I'm sure she's a nice woman. She was just very upset at the time. And now I'm getting angry because I'm thinking about other stuff that happened on the trip. Um, but it's wild. I got profiled at a Meyer. It sucked. Well, they thought I they thought I was trying to steal from Meyer, and the lady at the door stopped me and demanded a receipt. I didn't have one. It was a whole thing. I'll tell you about it later. Not a big deal. It's just gonna make me angry, and that's not a good energy to bring to the show. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy though that that lady acted like that though. That's like yeah, dude, it was wild. It's really wild. I'm sure Heather has more. De- she probably remembers it a lot better. She was way more mad than I was. Um, really? Yeah, because I was like, I was like, oh, she's just kind of rough and tumble, kind of gruff. Um, but Heather is always more sensitive to that sort of thing than, or more aware of that sort of thing than I am. Um. I always want to see, like, I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt and am kind of gullible in a way. Yeah, I mean, uh, everybody like has sense. a bad day, but there's a certain right. point where it's like, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I have a hard time saying, like, oh, this is crossing the line. I'm always like, oh, well, they're probably having a bad day and it's not my fault, and you know. Um, yeah. All right, everybody know Westford. He doesn't tip, so I uh, hope you're never going to serve. Yeah, if you're if you're <laughs> the only time I won't tip you is if you're extraordinarily rude to me. Um, if you treat me like a human being, twenty percent is fine. Don't worry about it. I'm always a really good tipper. I pride myself on it. Um, good as you should be. I want to hijack the show for even longer because I want to talk about summer meal ideas. I have been struggling lately, and I need you to be part of this struggle because I think you might be able to help me. I have been struggling to come up with ideas for things to make during the summer because I don't want to use my oven because it's so goddamn hot. Um, Summer, uh, this is a good one that I like. I like a nice, well, maybe you won't because... You're gonna have to toast the bread, but besides toasting I can, I can the bread, toast bread, okay. So besides the toasting of the of the bread, I mean, it's just I call it like a summer bruschetta. I believe it's what it is, where it's like ch- fresh vegetables like tomatoes, cucumbers, balsamic glaze, maybe like some feta sprinkled on top of it on like a toasties. Ooh. That's really good. Maybe throw a little. That sounds like nice. It's nice light. Um, yeah, a place like James of... and I go to has a really good one. Um, what else? There's... Tonight, tonight I'm doing BLT. 
Oh, Bilt is a good one. I feel is a pretty good summer summer meal. I don't have to use the oven. Last night, I I thought of this um, yesterday, or Heather thought of this yesterday, because for dinner last night, I made chicken pot pie. So I had the oven on for like an Mm. hour. (laughs) I was like, this sucks. It's like 85 degrees outside. And I have the oven at 400 in our little tiny apartment. It's not good. Um, what else? The, uh, I mean, a nice, like, uh, a Michigan salad's really good. I don't know mm. if you're really into the Michigan salad game. Like, I don't like, like dried salad. fruit. I don't like dried fruit. You don't have to do dried salad. fruit. You can do, like, you well, can do when watermelon. I think Michigan, when no, I think of Michigan like, salad, I think of, like, dried cherries. Yeah, but you could do, like, you could just swap those out with other fruit. Like, you do, like, strawberries, oh, you do yeah. watermelon, Stro- like, tangerines in there. Or, uh, mm. Um, pears. Like, I'm into pears, yeah. like a pear yeah. and blue cheese with walnuts. Pear, in there. yeah, bed. yeah. Balsamic glaze on that too. Balsamic um, on everything. Always balsamic. Oh, Wes. One thing I want to talk to you about. Uh, yes. Since we're on like this, uh, the the pear it reminded me because you said pear. Um, what James and I talked about it, but it was my fig and apple pizza. Yeah. At yeah, dude, that was so good. You know, so, well, I was. It sounds delicious, first of all. Um, mm. And you were saying that, like, figs could be the new avocado. Like, you, it literally, and like, I'm seeing them more and more. I, I agree with you. And I was I was trying to think of a thing that could be the new avocado more than a fig. And I could not come up with anything. I think a fig is a dope choice. Even, like, uh, if you took, like, you were i know you were having trouble coming up with like like savory things to do with a fig mm-hmm. um like fig with like calabrian chili like some sort of spicy fig thing could be really good i didn't um, even think about that route yeah fig with like smoked meat i think the sweet of the fig and the smokiness of a meat would play well together like a yeah. fig and you know prosciutto or whatever i mean prosciutto goes well with everything because it's delicious but I, I I agree with you. The fig thing is that's that was an on point, on point observation. I'm proud of you. Um, um, well, uh, back to the summer thing. Do you? I can't, yeah, sorry. Do you you like avocado? Is that right? Fuck yeah, dude. So what you can do is summertime is half your avocado, just cut it in half, take the pit out, and like um, in that little pit hole, maybe throw like in some like, uh, I guess like. You can do like a crab mix salad in that and like I've, eat it like that. Or you can do like I've maybe like before. lobster or whatever, or like shrimp maybe. Um, I I like if you just take a take a half an avocado, just sprinkle tahine. You know, tahine. Yeah, the, I'm not a huge fan. No? Okay. Well, you're you don't like avocados either, but yep. those of you who are smart, uh smart people out there listening, half an avocado, sprinkle tahine on it, a little bit of lemon juice, delicious. Great snack. Um no, uh, one of the things, so I love a, in in culinary school, we always called it a bound salad. Um, like it's bound together with mayonnaise, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, that is always a great summertime option for me. Like chicken salad or egg salad, tuna yeah, salad. Yeah, I, I was about to mention shrimp, those two. Shrimp salad is my go-to. So I'll do shrimp with mayo, celery, uh, slivered almonds lemon mm. juice fuckload of dill just a a irresponsible amount of dill um in any Dill's of those good. salads by the way just throw dill in them they're so good and i love all of those things and i like i buy 
canned uh, I buy canned salmon from Costco and I'll do like a salmon salad sandwich and I'll eat that and it's delicious but sounds like you already have all your summer plans already made right there well the issue is and like well yeah if I was cooking for myself sure I'd be making gazpacho and ceviche all the time but I I have to cook things I have to cook for a what ceviche I think we talked about it but yeah ceviche is good we probably talked about it when I got back in the Bahamas and I was talking about Mm. conch ceviche no, it was that was early May, but that's when I first had. So I'm pretty oh, sure I okay. it up, we but... probably talked about it then. Yeah, yeah. Ceviche yeah, is dope. That's my mom's favorite food. Uh, shout out, mom. <laughs> I know you listen to this show at least. <laughs> wow, that made me sad. Uh, <laughs> like the only listener of the show is my mom. Um, that's not true. I'm very happy in life generally. Um, <laughs> no, but like I. My issue is that I have to cook for myself, who will eat anything, and then I also have a very picky eater in the house. So I have to cook something that a picky eater will eat. So she won't eat tuna salad. She won't eat fish. So she won't eat tuna salad, salmon salad, shrimp salad. Um, She won't eat chicken salad. She doesn't like it. I could maybe get her to do egg salad because it's basically the same thing as a deviled egg, and she really likes those. So, like, maybe I have a cell there. Um, I have a hard time doing like a meal salad, like doing a gigantic, like big bowl of lettuce with like ham and turkey and Swiss and cheddar and homemade ranch dressing and cucumbers and tomatoes and all this shit. Like I have a hard time doing that as a meal. Um, I don't know if you guys have ideas for good summer meals for me to make for my picky eater. Uh, go ahead and send me an email at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. I can't believe it's the first time I've plugged it. I usually plug it like three or four times throughout the show. <laughs> I also feel like I've been talking a lot this episode. I'm sorry. I had an energy drink at like two hours ago, and I'm really just just cranked on it. Dude, you're just pumped up. I'm pumped up. Pumped up. Well, let's, we have one more thing, and we'll wrap it up. Wacky sodas. What's all that all Oh! About? One second. Please hold. Okay. And we're back live. This is something I wasn't sure if I wanted to do today. Oh shit, I don't have a bottle opener. Um Do I have anything I can use? Oh wait. Never mind. And we're back. I have a pair of scissors, and I'm going to use this part of the scissors as a bottle opener. Um, I have these three wacky sodas that I got, that Heather got for me. Uh, Shout out, Heather. You're pretty cool. Um, She got me these sodas and wanted me to try them on the show. Um, I was trying, I was going to save them until we were at uh, doing a live episode, like, in person together, um, which I still could if you want. Um, I want to see you suffer. Let's see them. All right. You want to see me suffer. All right. So I'll try these in whatever order you request, Master. Um, the first one is new, original, bazooka, bubblegum soda. That sounds good. These are, This sounds awful. These all sound awful to me. These have been bazooka. in my fridge for about a month and a half. Um, this is one. This one I think you and I have had before. This is Lester Fixins's. Uh, mustard soda, hmm. mustard flavored soda. I think we, you and I, have tried that one before mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. 
This one is also a Lester's Fixins. Uh, this is Black Olive Soda. I love Black Olives. They had a ton this past weekend. I think they're fucking nasty. I think olives are horrid. Um, they're good. Send me good olive recommendations if you want me to try olives. Which black. one of these? Which one of these should I try first, Bailey? Uh, do the bubblegum last because you don't want to end on a terrible taste. I could say well, go must. What? Go mustard first. I'll do a mustard olive bazooka. Mustard that's olive. Just, that's what okay. I would do. I would go worse. Let me see if I can. I'm gonna try to open a bottle with a pair of scissors. Cut your hand off. Um. This doesn't feel safe. Doesn't look like it's effective. Ah. Oh, I bent my scissors. I'm gonna go get a bottle opener. I'll be back in a second. All right. Pop a bottle. Let your body wobble. The bottle is popped. I'm right. I was not worried about this until I popped that open. And now smell I was mustard. about I was about to go smell it. And now I'm scared. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. Wow. That's what is this uh, yellow mustard. It's stomach turning. Frenches. Just mustard powder. It is stomach turning. Well, Whew, I'm afraid. Well, every second you wait, you wait is a second longer. Oh, nice. Mm, mm -mm. Nope. Oh, my God. Doesn't look good. And the, the sounds aren't good. Mm -mm. No, it's hold on. Lemonade fixes all problems. Wow. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's like they didn't lean into mustard, but they also didn't lean into soda. So it's like at the front of it, it's mustard, and then it's really sweet after. Not in a honey mustard kind of way either. It's like... Oh my god, it's so... I can't think about it anymore or I'm going to throw up. It's horrid. Absolutely horrendous. You know what's funny? There's someone out there that in this world that probably thoroughly enjoys them i'm sure there yeah. is if you enjoy mustard soda don't send me an email just just go away um here's the black olive is that Unless a magnetic it... is that a magnetic bottle opener yeah or did it just so get caught no it's magnet it's very slightly magnetic it's so yeah, i, I don't to drop my bottle caps all over but it's also old um this one I'm even less excited about than the mustard one, but now that I've tasted the mustard, I feel a little bit better about this. Never smell. Okay, immediately, Never like, like off. No, you gotta smell it first. Off the bat, the smell is better. The okay. mustard one was way worse smelling. We're on the up and up. Okay, that one is like olives are good, man. Double sip. That's something. It doesn't taste like olives. Hmm. What is it? It's kind of like um vanilla. It's just vanilla-y. It's not bad. It's not good, but it's not terrible. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to Rocket Fizz and get one of those myself. I see them you all are, the time. Yeah, Fizz. you are. It's it's fine. It's not yeah, the it's worst. Intriguing. It's fine. Um, I thought it was gonna be the most disgusting thing I've ever had. So I came in with low expectations, and I came out nonplussed. I think that's um, your best one. The bubblegum one. I, think I know I you don't like bubble. I don't. I know you I don't like bubblegum bubble things, but like, I think that's your best bet. I'm a strong believer that the only thing that should taste like bubblegum is bubblegum, and the only thing that should taste like birthday cake is birthday cake. Same thing with cotton candy. I don't think those flavors I, should go to anything else. Yeah, I, I, I like birthday cake and some like ice cream, but other than that, that's about it. Okay, this one I actually like. I yeah, hate to say see, it. I like weird it. how that works. It's good. <laughs> It's this one's pretty good. Uh, you know, like, you I know mean, how it tastes like bazooka bubble gum. It's, it's funny delicious. how I was like go worst to best, and I got them perfectly in line. <laughs> you did, you did. I was gonna go best to worst because I thought that would make more interesting content. Um, but I, I like. I want you to suffer better. too much. I'm. You had to suffer enough. I but yeah. Fair we'll enough. end on that. We'll end on the high bazooka note today. Um, be sure to email us at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com. Check out our socials, Instagram, Twitter. Um, check out the TikTok weird eats. That's my TikTok. You can eat weird things. Um, Wes, anything? Yeah. Uh, thank you to Alexander Hume for the use of our theme song, steak and eggs. You can find him on, uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Instagram, I believe basically wherever. Also, uh, my favorite band, put out uh, a new double single recently uh the band is knocked loose they headlined coachella uh recently which is pretty cool because they're like a hardcore metal kind of band um if you like that sort of thing that hardcore uh metal check out uh deep in the willow and everything is quiet now by knocked loose it's great great track uh heaviest song of 2023 big fan boom there you have it, folks. We will uh, we'll see you next week. Peace, guys. Goodbye.